Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Freaky February here on Blocked Party. For those of you who have not been following along for the entire month of February. That's fuck. a flub. That's a flub. Uh, God damn what? it. Immediately. If you had said if you had said February, I think we would have accepted it. But you said February. Huh. Flubuary would have been like I think that I just had it, flubs on the brain, so I said flubuary. Sure. Well, I mean, you're, you're getting into the right mindset. I mean, you 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 should be doing some flubs, um, but that was a pretty egregious one. Okay, so for the entire month of February, we are doing episodes of other podcasts. Today, we are covering the podcast Guys by our friend Brian Quinby, uh, where on his show, he talks about a different type of guy every week. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also donate to Brian's Patreon, patreon.com slash murderxbrian this week. Well, you'll see what kind of guys we're going to learn about. Uh, hit it. Hit it, Dan. Hey everyone, this is John Cullen and this is uh, Dudes, a podcast about dudes. As I said, I'm John and um, I have a co-host and his name is Stefan. Uh, that's that's right, John. And what I'm realizing is this is sort of the perfect uh, episode for us to be, or perfect show for us to be uh, kind of swapping with because like Brian, you are a Canadian and yep. also like Brian, you are a sex guy. So yeah, like Brian, uh, I like swapping. So it actually makes right. sense to swap with this podcast because uh, we're both sort of swap guys uh, in a way. But uh, I tried to do. How did you like the intro? Because I find that Brian is very unexcited about introducing his own pod. So I tried to tap into. It was that. it was really good. You didn't try to do the Ohio accent, but that that is tough to do. The uh, only I mean, Brian's accent I- I exists on. I don't even it's think a, it's like it's, an Ohio. It's just accent. a Brian accent, and the only person I know who can do a really good impression of it is DB. Yeah, that's DB's right. impression of Brian is fucking insane it's really good i can't even do it the only thing i ever notice is that brian when he says older he says odor yeah he's he says a lot of things well that's definitely true we have a great guest with us as well uh this week we're going to be talking about new metal guys and so we figured who better to join us for this adventure than our good friend one half of the minion death cult podcast tony boswell is here hi tony hi tony what's up thanks for having me yeah i i think uh i think this is my lane i i forgot um i do got to put my ball chain necklace on oh before we uh delve into to new metal guys please and now now we can take whatever i say seriously about the topic so um now that i have this on i feel more prepared to delve into um not not new metal but new metal guys which i think is a whole different like subject and genre than just the music itself i feel like that's especially true in 2024 like i think if you're if you're still like if you are a true new metal capital g guy Mm -hmm, in 2024 mm -hmm. it is uh i mean you're living it you're you're truly doing it and tony you are i mean we've had you on the pod cast before you are kind of a you're sort of a stealth new metal guy you're you were you were a big new metal guy yeah i mean well the thing is i was i was 13 in the year 2000 so i am the perfect you know that's the perfect synthesis of of soft brain and just like <laughs> exposure to those things and MTV at its peak to, yeah, I, I, I loved it. Um, I did grow up, but I do love an excuse to, to turn off that grown up brain 
and 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 really go back to um, a time where we were just yelling the word nookie over the radio <laughs> over and over again, which is kind of crazy. Um, but I, I'm glad I get to tap into that every once in a while now because it is kind of um, in vogue. I've I've been able to like I've DJed a couple new metal parties now. Oh, nice! And, um, it's it's one of, it's some of the most fun you can have. It has sort of come back a little bit. I mean, it's similar to how like Jinkos are back mm-hmm. and, and all the stuff from the early, early 2000s is back. My my cousin works at like a a high school and she says it's it's like really surreal because everyone the people are doing like frosted tips, uh like puka shell necklaces, butterfly t-shirts. They're doing the mm-hmm. long sleeve shirt under the t-shirt look again like I mean, I guess that happens with every era. We just only have, just, we have only so many ideas for how to dress ourselves. Yeah. And we're like, all right, well, every 20 years, we just yeah. cycle through a new way of dressing. Trucker hats are back. Uh, I, I, think, re- I just realized I fucked up. I'm not wearing one of my new metal shirts. For uh, this yeah, episode. how is that possible? You have so many of them. That was a big fuck up. Yeah. I got the new, should I go put it on? I got, I got one of the new corn Adidas shirts and they made them really, really big. Is it the same one so, that Brian has? Or just like, yes. the same? It, yes. It purposely fits sick. huge. Yeah. Okay. I'll, please, go, I'll go put it please on. Please go put yes. it on. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that. That's worth it. Oh, I'm so excited for this. The picture, anytime I see Brian wearing the corn outfit, it's just, it just, it just tickles my brain. It's so yeah. nice to see. Like he's so happy wearing it. He looks so good in it. And then the picture of him, um, I mean, we should probably talk about Lego on this episode if we're doing an episode of Guys. But <laughs> At some point, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The picture of him leaving the Lego store holding the huge box and he's wearing his like corn outfit is like... It's joy. It's incredible. I yeah. love it. it, it you know, I, I was going to wear my corn shirt, but then... It, sick. sick. <laughs> it really is so big. It. John, John is back if you're not watching the video episode. Uh, that is... Oh my Ooh, God. That's yes. really sick. The acronym Adidas. Oh, that's really good, John. See, you know, are a sex so guy. big. Now, now you are a sex guy because you're wearing the shirt that says, in fact, you are one. Yeah, true. All really day bad. I dream about sex, baby. I was going to wear my corn shirt, but then I realized that the one I ended up getting um, is a little kid on a swing who I think is being approached by a pedophile. That's um, sort and, of the and thought. And is... I kind of forgot that I'm like, that's what it is. I'm like, this is a weird shirt. <laughs> yeah. To wear. It's, it's honestly like... It's it's such a Brian and I talked about this, but like it's such a good album cover. Like it's not, but like it is. If you're if you're yeah. 1994, if you're trying to like introduce yourself as a you're dangerous trying to shock band, people, right? Like yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's gonna do it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I love. Do you guys see how long the sleeves are on yes, this thing too? I really <laughs> really like that. That's a, but is, that's that's what, fit of shirt has kind of come back a little bit too. Yeah, right? like the this oversized. Is from Howard, by the way, Howard yeah. is a BP listener and a POD cast listener. And uh, got won this in a contest, and then he was like, "Yeah, it's just not the shirt's just not for me." He <laughs> won it, and he just mailed it to me. So, what what size is it? This is just a large. That's just a large. Wow. Yeah. So like, That's I awesome. normally wear a large t shirt, yeah. and and large t shirts like fit me like comfortably. Sure. And this is yeah, this is a large, huge. Like I'm I'm a, I'm a pretty large person, anyways. But like, what the shirt I'm wearing is a double X. Yeah, to put right. it in perspective, and it's like fitting like, you just like a normal shirt. Yeah, like yeah, and it yeah the, the the shirt the shirt you're wearing would probably fit me still pretty baggy. I would think this would fit. Yeah, like I mean, you can see like it goes. It's not yeah, like it's, it's not even, super it's long. Just, it's just no, like but it's big out. Like, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It would easily. I think it would easily. 
fit uh yeah like a I more like, barrel I like chested that, guy for i like sure. that cut of shirt that's a good cut of shirt yeah. i think i like i'm, I'm in i'm good. in i'm into yeah. it i i'm like a big uh i my, becca bought me a limp biscuit shirt for my birthday so oh. now i've got i've got like when four are you going to, to belfast again going to belfast in june okay uh, to see limp biscuit so excellent i like that's that's gonna be a good i'm going to belfast to see Olympus. <laughs> that's, that's I mean, we're going thing. on a European. I'm going on a European vacation no, with no, my wife, no, but we're not. stopping off really in Belfast to see Olympiscuit. Yes. Oh I wait, where, where else are you going? We're going to London, Edinburgh, Glasgow, and Belfast. Very nice. You're gonna try to get to any uh, footy games? Unfortunately, we're going in June. Oh, that's kind of like so it's just like the only time there's right. no soccer. Yeah, because it starts up. Yeah, goddamn, it yeah, sucks. Because I really wanted to, but yeah. it just like with our schedule, it just was never gonna work out. Yeah. So, anyway, should we? Uh, oh, Stefan, we didn't talk about your new metal. You're not a new metal guy. I'm not a new metal guy, but I've I've been on. Uh, you know, I've been, been on the POD, on cast, the POD cast a couple times. Yeah. And um, you got to cover Corn Unplugged I on the POD cast, which is sort of like a legendary it, new it metal is, moment. It is, and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad I was able to do that. And I think just my my familiarity with new metal is just from like knowing you and Brian quite well. <laughs> yeah, like, from being friends with me for like almost ten years, yeah. you just have no choice. I mean, I've to. heard a lot about new metal. <laughs> uh, I, I I feel like it'd be interesting to go back and look at all of the social media updates we've ever done on Block Party, and the percentage of them that are new metal related uh, yeah. from you. I think is going to be it's going to be substantial, I think. It's pretty high. So you, yeah. so you have some awareness. You kind of know the big sure. bands. I know the big bands. Like, um, yeah. I don't necessarily know what the fans are like. I think I have an idea. I mean, I know what you are like and what Brian are like. But um, <laughs> and Brian and I are two very different. You're, you're type very of new different. Metal fans. So that sort of confuses me, and I don't know what maybe the average new metal fan is like. Although I would probably place them closer to the Brian end of the spectrum <laughs> yeah, than I the John end of the spectrum. Yeah, I think that's absolutely. probably. Uh, you know, most of them I think are from Ohio, um, (laughs) but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because I I do love reading posts and that's what, uh, dudes and guys is all about. Yeah. Uh, We're going to read some posts. And and I I know you've given me a a little preview of where you got some of the posts and it sounds really stupid. Well, we're going to start with Reddit. I I dug through the ditches and burned through the trenches or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Witches, you fucking idiot. Burned all the witches. I I couldn't remember if he said witches or bitches. I didn't want to say bitches. Anyway. So instead you said it twice, but that's cool. But in a different context, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) I just knew what would happen if I said burn all the blank on this show. It would have got clipped and taken out on go off kings for yeah. eternity yeah we have to be careful with these things no you're right um, you're right i will say i was saying this to stefan before we started so brian on guys does look at reddit posts and he looks at like you know a lot of them tend to be outlandish statements or arguments that are happening on reddit but as we said off the top of the show in 2024 if you're a new metal guy you kind of just like all new metal and you go to bat for it. Like if you just went to like Reddit uh, slash rock and roll, right? You might have someone on there that's like Aerosmith is the best rock and roll band of all time. And then like a hundred comments of people arguing about that. Whereas new metal, it's such a narrow group of bands. Everybody just kind of likes everything. So especially in 2024 at this point, if you like you, if you like new metal now, exactly, it seems like a fairly positive fan base for the most part just in general um like you yeah said, it's kind so. of fucked up so it wasn't 
I'll say this. It's not very contentious, but some of the posts are very funny. This one was uh, just from like a day ago from send us the tape. And uh, the, the subject line is, so I've just heard down with the sickness being played in a KFC advert here in the UK. And I have no words like it's to advertise their tower burger because it's, quote, too tall for TV. And all of a sudden, down with the sickness starts playing. Like, <laughs> what do new metal and fried chicken have to do with one another? I love that. That's like that's the that's the problem. Is like this is not go along with the integrity of new metal. New yeah. metal is not commercial. Where I'm thinking, like, what a bad song to play for food. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, having I'm the word sickness, KFC, I think food poisoning right yeah. away. And a tower of KFC. I'm thinking you're saying you're going to get sick eating this. And you yeah. will, I think, obviously. I don't know about the KFC Tower Burger. Like, I don't even know if they have that in. Is that a UK only thing possibly? in the US or not? No, it, it, no, it does like look like UK pervert stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, does it does look like it's only the UK. Um, and yeah, it's a it's just a giant chicken patty. Like, it's huge. Okay. And then it comes with creamy mayo, crispy fresh lettuce, a hash brown on top of it, uh, and then cheese and a toasted uh, soft bun on the bottom. So I guess it's basically just like it's a big it's they're like big crunch patty, but then it also has a hash brown on top of it. So that's what's making it. That sucks. That, look, that looks bad. KFC is dog yeah. shit. I know this is a new metal episode, but no, I do just want to get KFC sucks like and I, and part of it is maybe that. I've said this before. The Canadian version of KFC is really, really bad. Maybe the American version is better, but I, I, my understanding from Americans and Tony, you can fill us in, is that KFC in the U.S. is also quite bad. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty mediocre for sure. Uh, and also, like, if if it's called the Tower Burger, this is not. There's nothing towering about this. It's yeah. actually pretty like minuscule, especially when you're the same company that put out the Double Down. It might just yeah. be because it's the UK. And so they're like, maybe the UK soft. couldn't handle the double down. Yeah, there's no so way they're they like, no, it's that so thing like, where it's like, it. yeah, the European mind could not comprehend yeah. what an American tower burger would be called. That's how Queen Elizabeth died. Is she <laughs> ate one of those? Yeah. And just immediately just dropped. <laughs> what is this? Um, it, it's I'll, I'll give the, them the incorporation of the hash brown. I think that's, that's pretty cool. That's, that's interesting. That's, all, that's interesting. That's but, but that makes more sense on a breakfast sandwich. I feel like also, you know, that's some fucked up English thing, right? Like, I don't think, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Not a, anyway, not a huge fan, but someone uh, then of course made a joke that somehow has 15 upvotes, which maybe tells you how supportive this Reddit is. They just commented, get up, come on, get down with the chickens. Oh, down with the, down with the chickens. Okay. I like that. Okay. Down with the chickens. That's fine. Cause how would you punch that? That would be like chickens. <laughs> yeah, because it's get sickness. up, come on, get down yeah, with, with the, the chickens. Yeah, yes, I think that's it. Yeah, uh, and then someone else wrote, "I was shocked too." My thoughts were, "Why do you want people to associate coming down with the sickness with yeah. your chicken brand? Have you ever heard of salmonella? Sack that advertising dude or give him a raise? It's got us talking about it. How, I mu- how much of the song played? Did it get to the part where he says down with the sickness or, or was it just the opening? I'm going to guess it was just the instrumental. Sure. Yeah. Then maybe that's, that's acceptable because not everyone knows the name of that song necessarily. 
Um, but if you do know the name of the song, then it does uh, make the ad seem that much crazier. Was that that was like the most recent post in R slash New Metal? No, but it was one of the more most of the posts in R slash New Metal are just you guys remember this? Yeah. And then someone posts a song that or whatever. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this person, even though they said the advertising dude should be sacked, uh, did also post uh a joke they couldn't get themselves away from a joke i'll say this for the listeners disturbed have a single called stupefy that's all you need to know for this joke okay don't forget to order it with a side of stupefies some corn and wear a napkin so your shirt doesn't get stained oh that's quite good actually yeah i was waiting for it to fumble and you know what it actually d- it delivered yeah it delivered that's impressive <laughs> That was That's, good. They yeah. got it all the way to the finish line. Dan, I did forget there is one video that I do want you to play, uh, all right. but but we can move on to the next post and then we'll come back to play that. Um, so yeah, so there you go. Disturbed in a KFC new metal ad. Uh, so this next one is uh, <clears throat> the the post. This is from two weeks ago. Ant underscore one underscore ita. What would you say is the greatest hit in new metal? And so, of course, people are sort of arguing in the comments. They're kind of saying, you know, in the end, by Linkin Park, Break Stuff, Nookie, Blind by Corn, Freak on a Leash by Corn, Chop Suey by System of a Down. And then someone wrote, uh, Chop Suey is the generally most streamed metal song on Spotify plus YouTube, so probably that. And then Da Biscuit replied, <laughs> it's not. Check in the end or numb. And then Blue Screen Brain replied, fuck, of course, even though Linkin Park is one of my all-time favorites, I forgot about them when I commented. Decaday writes, those aren't new metal songs, though. They're just rap rock and alternative rock, LOL. To which DeBiscuit replied, which is what new metal is, and you are in r slash new metal. Wow. I mean, that's a mic drop right there. Yeah. What, so, it's yeah, funny. how would you guys both define new metal? Is, that, is it just rap rock, or is there more to it than that? Tony? That's that's kind of the hard part, right? Because that that's my problem I have with a lot of new metal people now, is they're kind of like grouping things in new metal that just aren't new metal. Like there's like a new metal Twitter feed that I just I fucking hate because none of it's new metal. Um, and like so it's hard, it is hard to kind of define, right? But it is that I think it's supposed to be. I the more I was thinking about it, I think it has much as much of like a um industrial like electronic influence as it does rap i think people just convolute electronic noises with yeah. with rap and i think it's more of a um a, it has more of an electronic noise to it than just your typical metal um and sometimes they sing in a cadence that's similar to rap music because yeah, I if think it was the- just rap music, I was thinking because I, I, was, I was listening to Operation Ivy this morning, right? And I was like, I wonder if there's people that are trying to argue that Operation Ivy is new metal because they do kind of do like a rap thing every once in a while. It's not rap at all; it's just ska, but yeah. it kind of has like a a cadence of it. And there's probably somebody out there who's trying to make the argument, and that's impossible to me. That doesn't make any sense. So I think it is that like industrial electronic influence that makes it new metal more than anything. Yeah, I think people would say that it is, yeah, it's usually defined as like singing plus rapping, uh, down-tuned guitars. Uh, mm-hmm. People would say like drop D tuning, seven string guitars. Uh, the bass and drums pushed very high in the mix uh, compared with other metal and um, rock music. 
Uh, and then, yeah. And then what Tony was saying, I think people would say like industrial slash electronic influences, um, or, or they'll even mention like a DJ as part of not that every new metal band had a DJ, but certainly a lot of them did and do. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think those are all kind of some of the hallmarks of it, I think. Okay. Um, and then this is from the same post. I just thought that this was a very funny, uh, <laughs> very funny reply. One-armed Phil wrote, I think it's Nookie. I feel like the general public would immediately know how to finish the phrase, I did it all for the... And then Leo Butters replied, the general public, a random person in the street? That's really a stretch. I agree with that, I feel like. Maybe in the heyday of Nookie, you could could get away with that. But now, I mean, there's no chance. I don't even think it's their biggest song. I think that Roland's bigger is bigger than Nookie. Yeah. And break stuff too. I would think they're both bigger. Like as far as like a cultural moment, I think Mm -hmm. they're both bigger. Yeah. Man, there was nothing cooler than the break stuff video when it came out. Oh yeah. Just like all the cameos, the skateboarding shores there. (laughs) This is the best day ever. I want to be there. (laughs) I was like mad that I wasn't there. I'm like, how come no one told me to go to the skate park in like Florida? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they i remember reading for the pod cast like a retrospective of that video and how everybody just like it kind of sounds if i remember right it kind of sounded like they weren't even really like they wanted to do the music video but they didn't really tell everybody like hey we're doing this music video like be here on this date they were just kind of right. like yeah we're hanging out like just come hang out yeah. if you're around like whatever and then just people were around so organic and, yeah no, People real, were real quick, to go back to the definition of that, because this is the band that I think kind of is is a, is a hard one to define because they for sure have metal and rock influences and rap influences, but I think they're solidly alternative. Do you think Incubus is new metal? Yeah, I think, well, I think science is new metal for sure. And I think that Make Yourself has new metal songs on it. And then mm-hmm. I would say everything after that is not new metal. So but that's the they, other thing they, is but like they did maintain the, the 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 rap influence. The DJ was there the whole time. Yeah, the DJ is still in the band and everything. But I would say that they kind of it's the same thing with Linkin Park. Like I would say in the end or sorry, Hybrid Theory and Meteora are new metal albums. And then they never made another new metal album is what I would say. But yeah. that still makes them a new metal band. I think like people would still say like Linkin Park one is a album, new metal band because yeah. they did this. But yes, okay. you're right, Tony, that like it is. It's funny. I, I think part of it and you see this come up a lot in the Reddit is that it becomes hard to define because no one in the genre was defining it like no one wanted to be called new metal. It was journalists who were trying to figure out a way to categorize this music because it wasn't hair metal. It wasn't grunge. It was heavier than rock and roll. So they were kind of trying to find a way to classify it. So it was journalists that started calling it new metal. And then it became like almost a derogatory term. So it becomes harder to define because it wasn't like there were bands out there who are like, yeah, we're fucking new metal in the yeah. same way that like grunge bands were saying, yeah, we're grunge or pop punk bands were like, yeah, we're pop punk or whatever. Did they ever call it like alternative rock or anything like that as like a catch all term or alternative metal? Yes. Okay. Got called mm-hmm. that as well. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Rap rock. Yeah. Yeah. It's like rap rock, new metal, alternative metal. Yeah. Right. 
Um, so this one, this was just kind of a funny one because this I feel like this person is very rude for no reason. Uh, <laughs> this person uh, who made this original post uh, certainly is not English is not their first language. Uh, they're dangerous AD 8898. And the post is some similar riffs in new metal. Then their post says very similar riffs that are using by some bands in new metal also does exists new metal artists who plagiarize. And how can you avoid to plagiarize a song? And what does that mean in the new metal scene? And they kind of go on and talk about like, they're just wondering why some new metal riffs sounded very similar to other new metal riffs, but sure. nobody sued anybody. And then someone wrote, uh, a lot of riffs copy blind the corn song blind. And then the original poster again, we don't, I feel like does not speak English very well. Says, sure. can you give me some? And then the person replied, I can give you some of these nuts. Okay. Yeah. Sort of d- dunking on this poor guy. Yeah. Very rude. Also, I, th- I think that goes along with when I think the original <laughs> new metal ethos, I think that that's give me these nuts is what is the good response for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you're, I think, especially when you're talking about corn, I think you should respond with, some sort of like homoerotic or even like um, uh, even even something more taboo than that as a response. You know, you should either be like either suck on these nuts or suck on your dad's nuts. Yeah. Like the, the, that goes along with the ethos of new metal. And I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pretty good. Um, Dan, did you want to do you have that video loaded up? Yep. Unfortunately, uh, I had to hear this. So now you guys have to <laughs> hear on. it as well. Uh, this I, is, I clicked on this link earlier and I'm really mad. That this, this is apparently, this is a band called Brutal Six. Okay. Uh, and they did a cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit in 2006. Now you're going to watch oh. for a couple things in this video. Uh, the first thing is that they are trying to act like a hard new metal band or metal. This is a little more metal, I'd say. Sure. Uh, but they're playing on a squash court. Okay. Uh, so like, I think they're kind of trying to go for the like claustrophobic, scary. Yeah space or whatever but it's like racquetball but or they're something. in a yeah, yeah they're in a squash court and then you're gonna see they they feature women in their video as a lot of these bands were want to do okay um, yeah. and you're gonna notice that uh they they make the women do some interesting thing anyway you'll see okay. it's, not, it's not like bad it's just sure. interesting how they were like let's try to do sort of porn okay they have a lot of views actually for this, this yeah. saw i mean this is really rough anyway okay. go ahead dan Oh, it's oh, oh, the feet. No, you'll see. That's not okay. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) Oh. Oh my god. Yeah, he's got god. the butt rock voice somehow. Okay, here comes the part with the girls. Oh, okay. They're gonna have the girls do a little a particular pose here, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. 
Jesus Christ. Oh, this sucks. This is brutal. <laughs> oh. All right, Dan, that's good enough. Oh, that was pretty cool. I don't know what you guys are getting all weird about. Holy shit. I, I like how they're like, we got to make this a little new metal, so we got to put little weird noises in the background. Yeah. Yes. Got to be a yeah. little, put little bizarre noises. Also, this is 2006? Yes. This is, that's rough. That's post. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's, really post new metal, yeah. There's a whole different thing happening in 2006 that I, this is, like, and to be ripping off, like, mud vein aesthetic? Yeah. Like that's that because this is not even this is not a Slipknot ripoff. This is Mudvayne ripoff. What are the general? Uh, what's the the tenor in the comment section? Well, there's only one comment, and the <laughs> one the one comment was, "This is the only version of Smells Like Teen Spirit I listened to." Oh my god! Well, what about on the YouTube video itself? Because that had oh, a lot I didn't, of views. I didn't even look at that, but. Yeah, I just I liked the idea of I was like, okay, they got the girl going in the shower. Okay, they're kind of making it look like she's getting ready to suck a dick. Oh, okay, then the shower yeah. water is. We yeah. know what that's supposed yep. to be. Yeah. Um, wow, Fun that stuff. was that was really bad Fun stuff. Uh, this <laughs> it, it, next it one, it wasn't even like that far off from the original song. That's what's funny about it. It's just yeah, that that was rough. Yeah, yeah. I, my favorite part, as far as the new metal weird noises, was the very uh, fieldy from corn inspired bass tone, yep. where yeah. everything cut out. And it was like, blah, 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 blah. like yep. it just sounded so fucking bad. <sighs> it sounded Good. like one of those. Uh, what were those those funny videos where they would like play bad music over people playing music? Yes, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, it was like bong dong bong. It's like that didn't make any sense where that noise come from. <laughs> Uh, okay, this one is uh, from a, a, a post that someone wrote. What are your new metal hot takes? And Metalhead Jake 942 just wrote, I am not a fan of Disturbed, and I find their music very boring. And then someone replied, so uh, this is the lasted G, or the last edgy. Okay. Anyway. So as an OG new metalhead, Disturbed was essential listening. Anyone who heard the sickness was down with it. <laughs> Apparently in 2024, Disturbed are not cool. LOL. So to all the haters, go fuck yourself. Disturbed's debut album shits on most other new metal albums. By all means, disagree. But just know that I could not care less. It sounds like you could care a lot, actually. <laughs> I mean, not to, not yeah. to be a, a cliched, but he sounds very care and mad. And he's crying about it, is what it sounds like to me. Because someone said they didn't like them. So... It sounds like this guy cares a lot, and a lot. And I mean, what's the name of the lead singer again? From uh, it's David Draymond. David right? Draymond. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, that guy's a huge psycho loser, isn't he? So like, oh yeah, big time. You, yeah. you know, he's a huge psycho loser. If like we said, you're not that informed on new metal, but you for sure know his first and last Ex name yes. for completely other reasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I I do miss the uh, the the pussy hooks. I'm mad he took the pussy hooks out. That was the piercing. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. and okay. that is what he called him. I'm not just. I'm not calling him that. Yeah. Um. That is the words he chose for those piercings. Um, that he did take out, which is a shame because I think his I think his 
Tinder would be more popping. Yeah, if he kept him in, right? Because he posts about his online. Yeah, we learned he that he actually. Yeah. Uh, we covered it on Block Party actually, where he was saying that like everyone on Tinder was a skank, I believe, or they were mostly skanks, and he had to get off of there because they were. Yeah, oh. dog, that's what that's. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Tinder. What are, you, <laughs> what are you talking about? That's why we're all there, dude. <laughs> it, and, it, and you know, it's funny. This guy talked. Yeah, when, when Disturbed came out, I think everyone was like, "Yeah, this is this is fucking this is good. It's good stuff." And then they just kind of like disturbed for too long and they just didn't, they did too much of it. And that's by the end, we just didn't care about it. But I don't think anyone's saying that like when it comes to new metal, that the first disturbed album wasn't like solid. No, definitely not. I don't think anyone's saying that. Like you're, you're making up enemies, man. Like calm down. Yeah. I mean, I get like the first person said, like, I don't like disturbed, but they weren't like rude. They weren't like you know, disturbed sucks and all their fans are pussies. And I fucking hate, like yeah. they were just like, that's not for me. And I don't this guy really just like, like snapped. Yeah. And the guy yeah. was like, I'm an OG. I'm a, I'm an OG new metal fan. And it was essential listening. And now 25 years later, it's a joke. See, okay, that's, I was expecting more. And I'm, you found some of them obviously, but I was expecting R slash new metal to be mostly that is people getting really defensive about it, you know, but I guess it's, it is a place that is, most is people there's like just it. not, there's not people who go in there to start to, shit. to, to be incendiary. Right, that's the right. issue. Cause yeah. if there was, then that's what makes you, a really good subreddit. I feel like, like yes. the one I always think of, um, is standup shots where people will go in to do like really obvious fake ones. And then the people who are posting the real ones in there get really, really mad about it. Um, Jesse has been banned from there like three times. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you're not getting that with the new metal one as much. No, it's it's too it's it's almost like too supportive. Yeah, but but it's it's yeah. fine. I mean, we're finding some good stuff. Oh, of See, course. That, that, yeah. That's the thing I don't like about like the current new metal fandom is they because the thing is, if you like new metal, I, I mean, I don't know about you, John, but I I know that a lot of it's not great, and I accept of course. That. Yeah, I, I, I but they have this thing where they're just like, no, it's good. It's all very very good. It's the best music, and it's like. Like stop, and a lot of them are doing like a an ironic liking of new metal, while not admitting they're kind of being ironic. And it's like, you know, I've I've been seeing like hot girls post like, oh, who wants to who wants to you know uh, listen to Limp Bizkit and like Limp Bizkit and chill. And it's like you, I don't think you really mean that. I think that if I come over. And I and, and I do put on Limp Biscuit. I think it's just gonna we're gonna have some fun, but it's not gonna go anywhere cool. <laughs> like I, I even when I was even when I was thirteen, I never thought that putting on Limp Biscuit was gonna lead to Nookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. I mean, especially because like I think of almost even like you being a big Limp Biscuit fan. Like I think the idea is like I bought a Limp Biscuit shirt at Hot Topic. Let's limp biscuit and chill, and then you come over and you know all the words to, uh, you know, to nobody like you or sour like a deep cut. Like mm-hmm. you come on and you don't put on any of the singles. You're like, oh, let's put on nobody like you, and then they're like, what is this? And you this know all it. the words, and then they're like, I'm not fucking you, what dude. Is, this, what? Is, this is weird. Yeah, this isn't this isn't limp biscuit. You're like, oh no, I I assure you it is. <laughs> and then they uh, then they try to then they try to make they try to make Deftones new metal so they do have some horny music and that's a stretch to me. Yeah, it's we're going to get to Deftones in a second. I just this was a perfect uh, dovetail into talking about uh ironic conversations around new metal because obviously Brian and I have been doing the podcast for four and a half years 
And uh, we definitely take the view of like, we know that new metal kind of sucks, but we loved it. Not that mm-hmm. it's actually good. Uh, and someone got a hold of our Limp- or our Lincoln Park hybrid theory episode in the Lincoln Park subreddit. Oh, oh, be careful. This is a passionate group of fans. <laughs> yes. So someone so Gremdog85 wrote, let me start off by saying I don't usually listen to podcasts. I Good came start. across a playlist on st- on Spotify and it played. She couldn't, uh, which I guess is Lincoln Park song. I got the chills because it's a beautiful track. It then went into this podcast where they were just sort of tearing Lincoln Park apart, and it was making me thoroughly upset. People have their opinions, which they're entitled to, so only listen to this if you're open-minded. I feel most fans will be (coughs) pissed to hear this. The only positive things they say are some of the cool stats and background of the band, which many of us already know, but it was cool, for me at least, to hear again. Let me know if you guys get as pissed off as I did about their (laughs) shitty remarks on the band. (laughs) Listen to this and get mad with me. You guys want to put? You guys want to get pissed like me? Put this on. Who put this uh, on. did anyone else get mad at you? Or yeah, Mando Prime eleven thirty eight. I too found it difficult to sit through. I'm all for hearing different opinions and perspectives, but it seemed like these guys were being harsh and critical just because. For instance, when they talked about the album cover for Hybrid Theory, all they did was make fun of it and not provide any constructive criticism. They said it's an awful design simply because it has dull colors and looks like the cover of a PS2 game. They offered <laughs> no input on how to improve the cover or convey Chester's idea more clearly. Similarly, they made fun of Mike's aspirations for winning a Grammy because they find the concept of winning a Grammy stupid. It is. <laughs> yeah, it of is. Course. Overall, they were just unnecessarily harsh on Lincoln Park. That's so funny. If you had suggested different things for the album cover, they would have gotten mad at that too. There's no way they would have... Oh, how about some constructive criticism? You know, um, I yeah, that's I love that. I love that from like yeah, a like the guy. idea that if we're bagging on the album cover, we have to be like, here's what they should have done. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, Sometimes you, it's okay might, just to make fun of things, you know. Yeah, you might have to like cut this for our own safety, but everyone knows that you do have to be critical of Lincoln Park. You do have to say you don't like Lincoln Park to protect yourself from the Clintons. Yes, that's true. Because if you like Linkin Park too much, they might come for you like they did Chester. That's right. Yeah, because he's he was Podesta's son, right? Is that was that the theory? It's it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I just know that they believe that he was he was onto something. He was yeah. going to figure something out. He was really close. Yeah, and that's why he did not kill himself, but he was, was Epstein on the on the Clinton body. <laughs> actually, cap, right? actually, Epstein was Chestered. Okay. Yeah, because it happened oh, first. Right. Yeah. Real, yes. real heads no. Real heads no. Sorry, real? I'm sorry. You might have to cut that for our own safety, but <laughs> I wanted to put that out there for you. Uh, course, we can leave it in. We can yeah. leave it in. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you're I, in Canada. You can leave it in. Yeah, we're okay. Well, we can cut it out if you want to cut it out. Just put uh, a voice modulator over me. <laughs> <laughs> we had a we had a different guest pop in for one minute of the show. It wasn't actually Tony that said that. Um, Q stopped by and, uh, did a little voice, (laughs) a little voiceover work for us. But yeah, it is funny. Like we do, if we get criticism of our podcast, it is almost always that we are not reverent enough towards new metal, which is so fucking weird to me. Like it's It's so weird. That's not new metal. No. Like that's, that's not new metal. Like they, 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 like the, the corn limp biscuit dynamic was like a, a, a loving, let's make fun of each other thing. Have you not heard that song? Yeah, like, come on. Totally, totally. And one thing I will say, too, is the the funniest thing is so Spotify does do a thing where if you're listening to a band, 
it will recognize or it will recommend podcasts that are maybe about that band as well. And for whatever reason, our episode on Linkin Park's hybrid theory shows up whenever you listen to a Linkin Park song. And so that episode has That's been so downloaded. Funny. Are you That's ready for awesome. this? Yes. 150,000 times. What? Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That rules. That's awesome. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> that episode has done more than every other episode of the POD cast combined. That's incredible. That and, yeah. and all and it's pissed off like a hundred and forty nine thousand of yes. those listeners. We have definitely picked up some new listeners sure. from that, but for the most part, anytime I see anything about the POD cast on like Reddit or anything, it's always like these guys are too mean to the band. That's so man. funny. And this is on yeah. Spotify that it auto plays. Just on a, Spotify, yeah. It just like and I just don't know if it auto plays like or algorithm thing, I guess, or like yeah. I, that's I don't. So it's funny. the only one because we've covered more obscure bands. Yeah. So you would think. That like there's way less podcasts about, you know, uh, edema than there is about Lincoln Park. So you would think if you listen to edema, you would get recommended our show. You yeah. do not. No. It's only for whatever reason, this Funny. single episode about <laughs> Lincoln Park. And uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. Okay, I got a couple more I, from that, Reddit. That was like my, I remember when Lincoln Park came up, that was like my kind of critique of them. And I think a lot of their critiques about them is that they were kind of too self-serious. Yeah, like like the guitarist was wearing headphones because he was like a guitarist guitarist, and I'm like like and the new metal response was kind of like, no, they're they're too polished, and it's funny that that that's how they're acting now. It's like yeah, it, it's not supposed to be, you're not supposed to be reverent to it. No, Lincoln Lincoln Park were definitely the band who saw like Corn and Limp Biscuit and and you know, a couple of the other bands, even Deftones that got big around that time period were like shaggy on purpose. Yeah. That was like part of the new metal thing. And Lincoln Park saw an opportunity and they were like, what if someone did a polished version of this? And they tried really, really hard. Uh, we just read, we just did Meteora. So we read a bunch of stuff about how serious they were about recording Meteora. It took them three years. They were in the studio for 18 months Holy recording shit. Meteora. I would it's, never it, work that hard on anything. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know, Stefan. <laughs> and like, I, I hit puberty in those three years. So by the time it came out, I was not listening to Linkin Park. No, for sure. Yeah. Meteora was a tough one. Um, Okay. This one is from, this is from three years ago from I, I am Avenue Teal 97. Okay. The rock and roll hall of fame nominations have been announced and Deftones aren't one of them. If there's a new metal band besides Korn that deserves to be nominated, it has to be Deftones. With last year being the 25th anniversary of Adrenaline, they finally qualify for it. With how big of an impact they made in rock and metal, not just new metal, I figured they'd be a surefire nominee. But as you can see from the title, that's not the case. This bums me out entirely as I feel that they deserve it for all their contributions to the music scene. Um, imagine well, okay. caring about that. Yeah, because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is like even more of a joke than the Grammys, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it's not. I feel like it's not like sports Hall of Fames where there's. I mean, I don't know how it works exactly, but it seems like way more of a gimmick than like say the Hockey Hall of Fame or like Cooperstown or whatever. Um, well, the problem with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is that it started in the '90s, so they had to catch up. Right. Like yeah. they could, it wasn't like sports hall of fames that have kind of existed since the start of the league. Right. So it's easy to just say like, yeah, we've been doing the hall of fame for a hundred years. This is how we do it. The rock and roll hall of fame still like, you know, only recently let in some bigger bands because they're still trying to catch up from like the backlog of, 
of bands. Right. Yeah. And like you're so, supposed to be kind of old and done. Right? Like, I don't think you sh- you're not supposed to still be like fuckable when you go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> and I think most people would argue that, that the Deftones are very much fuckable. Chino is definitely yeah. fuckable. Yeah, yeah, today. I mean, who do you know anyone else's name? I don't, I don't. Care oh, to. yeah, I do. Yeah. Steph Carpenter I mean, yeah, yeah, is the yeah. guitar player, and then um, yeah, Sergio like, is Chino bass. Marino's still a babe. Like, I, of course, oh, yeah. he's like, it's like you, you can't, you can't, you can't put him in there. And, and, and I don't think he wants to be put in there. And again, I still don't know why they were why they were lumped into new metal. I don't hear any new metal in any of their songs. Uh, I think on adrenaline and, and a little bit on around the fur, you can hear it, I would say, but yeah, certainly white pony and after, um, and, and I would say Deftones have the most claim. Cause a lot of bands, as I said earlier, did not want to be classified as new metal. And so when they were getting classified as new metal, they were like sort of denying it. And mm-hmm. I feel like Deftones have the biggest claim to that. Like Deftones in the in the time period being like, we're not new metal, we're not corn, we're not Limp yeah. Bizkit. Like, I agree with them. I, I you think I think honestly, I think that most <laughs> of the new metal genre happening was because of like the Family Values tour. Yeah. Like if you were on the Family Values tour, then you were technically like new metal. I think that's all that happened there. Because I think I think Deftones are great. I think they have amazing songs, great albums, but I think they're solidly like alternative rock. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah. Um, okay, one more post from Reddit, and this is also to do with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, so this is from a year ago. That just the original post was seven new metal bands that should be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. And then that this seven's w- a lot. <laughs> seven is way too many, yeah. way too many. And uh, this was just a very funny post uh, or a very funny comment. I thought so Rams giving this isn't the funny comment, but this is just to set it up. Rams giving replied. We still haven't put Soundgarden into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so I don't see too many of these other than Linkin Park getting in before them. I guess I should say the seven that they said should be in. It's a metal injection article that they're commenting on. So the seven they say are Linkin Park, Corn, System of a Down, Slipknot, Disturbed, Limp Bizkit, and Deftones. Uh, and so, the, yeah, so Rams Giving says Soundgarden's not in. I don't think any of these bands can get in other than maybe Linkin Park. And then Dreams from Saturn replied, putting the tragedy of Chris Cornell's suicide aside, I'd say Korn could be in with a chance of getting inducted beforehand. Korn is arguably the most influential band post-Nirvana and was part of a mainstream pop culture for quite some time. And then Ramsgiving replies, I would say it's not even arguable that Korn is the most influential band post-Nirvana. Sorry, like out of out of like uh, all other, the bands with, including other out bands of, out of, bands. of all bands the bands period. not just new metal not bands. just new metal yeah. like, of all the bands corn is the most influential band since nirvana also just saying that like the 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 history is like the beatles nirvana corn yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. You're, you what yeah. are you talking about <laughs> and also i sound like Soundgarden's great and everything, but I think all of those I think all those bands you named are bigger than Soundgarden. Uh from a sales perspective, probably almost from, all of them except any, for maybe Deftones. Any perspective. Yeah. Like I, I, I think they're like I what do you I mean even in that genre, Soundgarden's not the band I'm picking. 
I feel like like the Foo Fighters are pretty influ- like you know what I mean like there's all there's bigger bands I don't know that's just I guess in terms of influence and like starting like a genre and everything you can but it's just it's so funny to say that and then the first reply is a guy being like I actually agree with you even more I actually think that even <laughs> more than what you just said it's just like I can understand yes like Corn definitely in terms of like you could make a case that new metal was sort of like the last bastion of rock and roll like Lincoln Park the sales numbers are staggering like yeah. Lincoln Park yeah. is the best selling debut album of any artist in the 21st century anyone yeah. bigger than yeah. Adele Insane. bigger than Taylor Swift it's crazy I mean it obviously helps the era they, they still came out in the record selling era but yeah Meteora is the eighth best selling album of the 21st century uh, I think hybrid theory is the fifth highest selling album of the, so they have two of the top 10 best selling albums of the 21st century. So like you could argue, yes, corn is maybe the influencer of the last big moment of rock and roll. But then also like, if you look at current rock bands, like imagine dragons ha- are, have nothing to do with corn. Foo fighters have nothing to do with corn. Like it's a corn didn't pave the way for any of the current rock bands yeah. in any way at all. Even like even bands that are like new metal influence, I don't even know if they would necessarily pay corn because corn did have such a honestly, unless you have that like bass tone, are are you influenced by corn? You know, because I'm thinking yeah. about bands like like I don't know the only really current band I can think of that I like that is that it would be I would consider new metal that's current would be like Vein FM, yeah, and like I don't think that the, I don't think they would pin. I mean, they would say they would say they like corn. They like, but I don't think it's their number one influence. Yeah, it's just that's just so funny. I don't know where they're getting that from. I and don't I, know. and I like corn. Yeah, and, so do know, I. Corn, corn's like corn's, you know, on 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 my big my big three. I'd say, you know, I think it's the classic thing of like that was the, it was the most influential to just that person in yeah. their life, and they're yes. like, well, you can't. Everyone argue. else is the same as me, so can't argue with it. Uh, well. Let's head over to Ticketmaster. Okay, this is, uh, I'm, Bri- I'm excited for this. Brian has really paved paved the way here for us because uh, Brian sort of noticed a couple months ago that the Ticketmaster reviews of shows uh, are one of the best things that you can find. I did not know that was a thing. Uh, yeah. So, so what it is, I've because we talked about this on the episode of Guys I just recorded with Brian. That's not out until like April, but a lot of what it is is Ticketmaster sends you an email after you go to a show and they'll say like, how was the show? Yeah. Write a review or whatever. And how most people crazy just go, do you have to be to reply yeah. to that? Most people will be like, I'm not fucking right. There's so many reviews. Corn <laughs> has like 5,000 <laughs> Ticketmaster reviews. Why would you want it's anything crazy. to do with Ticketmaster after going through the process of buying a ticket through Ticketmaster? It's a great I'm question, not, Tony. I don't ever want to, I don't, I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> you will be, you're going to find out uh, pretty quickly here. What, Types of things get reviewed on Ticketmaster, uh, but we'll start with Jamie. And uh, Jamie had a ticket to see. I, I started with Limp Biscuit, so this is a Limp Biscuit concert review. The rating was one out of five stars. The title is "Did Not Go." Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> the review is "Could Not Attend," and the function to resell my ticket on Ticketmaster was not enabled. So Lincoln okay. Park, on the or sorry, Limp Biscuit, one out of five. <laughs> Great Tough review. On the streets. That's <laughs> that's that's funny because like, do they think that they were like reviewing Ticketmaster? 
I don't know. It's like whenever you order something on Amazon and they're like, hey, can you, can you like, uh, how was, how was the experience? And it's like, you know, we're done here. Like I got my thing. I don't need to, we don't need to go into this any further. I don't need to, I don't need to review the Kufandi, uh, fucking like, (laughs) like USB hub that I bought or whatever. Right. Like some just insane name you came up with generated by AI and like the description of the item has is like a hundred words long. Like I'm not, we're done here. I've got the thing. Yeah. It sucks. I hate it. Don't email me again. And what for am Ticket, I like Ticketmaster, one of the most hated companies in the world, to be like, hey, uh, how to go? I just, we just want to hear about it. Just want to hear. Well, one of my things I hate. One of the worst interactions I think in the world, and see if you guys agree with me or not, is like when you go to a place of business and they'll mention it to you, like as part of the, like my, I notice it most at the car dealership, mm-hmm. you know, like they'll service your car and then they'll be like, Hey, so Mazda is going to send you an email. And yeah. just so you know, like they consider anything less than 10 out of 10, like a fail. So if you, if this was good, like, please give us 10, like don't give us eight or nine. And you're yeah. just like, I hate this interaction right now. Yeah. I hate this. Just give me, just give me a, like a tablet to tap right now. That's the only way that this is yeah. happening. Yeah. Cause like, uh, yeah, there's just no way. I, I just, I don't want a company to talk to me ever. And I'll, I'll have the thing where I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but like I have like the Starbucks app on my phone. And if I go to like a different coffee shop, sometimes I'll, as soon as I go in there, I'll get a little message from Starbucks where it's like, Hey, like we got like a discount today. Cause like, I guess I, I didn't ask the app not to track me. Uh, and so it like knows that I'm in an, I mean, I think that's what's happening, you know, or if you like order food from somewhere else, you'll get a thing. Like if you order food on like one delivery app, another delivery app will be like, Hey, like check out all, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't want to hear from companies. Right. And that's all, that's all that you hear from anymore. It sucks. I hate it. Maybe if on Ticketmaster I could say that my ticket never showed up on my door, even though it actually did and then get a refund for sure. it. I would do what they're doing, but um, that's that's only for <laughs> other companies. Well, yeah. Stefan, it is very funny that you mentioned that Ticketmaster is, you know, one of the worst companies on earth because uh, this this review has one particular sentence. I think you guys will enjoy okay. this one is from Andy B. Double O four. And he just wrote, Freddie is a rock god. We're still talking about Limp Bizkit. Okay. I have been a Limp Bizkit fan since I was 16. Seeing them live in concert has always been a dream of mine, and being a South African, you never really get a chance to see these types of bands like them. I was excited from the first number. Fred Durst really got the crowd going and blew me away. Tracks like Rollin', My Generation, and Break Stuff are all-time favorites and didn't disappoint. My girlfriend and I rocked away to the sweet, hard sounds of the band the whole night. The crowd was epic, the sound was amazing, and the stage performance was unforgettable. I will forever remember this concert, and I want to thank Ticketmaster for setting up this fine performance. What? Till I see them again, I say thank you. What? Oh, that's even. It, oh, that sucks. It took me so long to realize who the fuck Freddie was. Yeah, I know. I thought it was Freddie Mercury for some reason. Yeah, when I first. There, I mean, if we're talking about like rock and roll lead singers, and no one, who, no one's ever no called one him, calls no one calls Freddie him Freddie, Durst. right? I did not no think of Fred Durst Fred. at all. Yeah, it's it's Fred Durst. It's yeah. one yeah. word. <laughs> yes. The D serves for the end of the the Fred and the beginning of the Durst. <laughs> that's insane. I just love, I, I really loved the mindset of a guy who thinks that, uh, Ticketmaster also set up the performance. Hey, thanks. Thanks. They, Ticketmaster. They're not just like not- this horrible middleman making everything <laughs> yeah. worse for everyone. Yeah. 
Oh. I am disappointed because South African is the one accent you're allowed to do. It's one of the ones you're allowed to do. Yeah. Um, and you and you didn't. So yeah, I mean that's okay though. It's okay. Well, though. you don't even want Stefan to do it because it's not very good, and Mine's he thinks good. he's good at it. No, Mine's it's, it's not. not bad. It's not good. In from, it, dude. In from Sith Africa. <laughs> Come on, that was okay. That's the only sentence I can say. Yeah, he only says that, and he but just thinks as long trick. as you if, say Seth. Africa. If you say Seth, no Seth Africa, 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 Seth yeah. Africa. That's that's good, but unfortunately, that's the only thing I can say. So, oh my God, Seth Africa sounds like a character that Trey Parker and Matt Stone would have made in an early <laughs> season of South Park. Uh, this is the last Limp Biscuit review. This okay. is from R. Cheatham. Too many people with their phones in the air the whole time. It really messed up the experience. The set list wasn't the same as what was posted online, which that also doesn't make sense. Limp went on. Cool. Yeah. Limp went on well after nine and was over around limp? 10. Does, do people call them limp? No, no one's ever <laughs> no. called them that. It's, that you, got, you can't do that. Freddie and limp. Like say LB or something. Yeah. Yes. Limp went on well after nine and was over around 1030. Someone on the way out to the parking lot admitted that limp was better last year over at the hose of blues. I'm sorry. I missed it. The hose yeah, of blues. Oh, that, there's a flub yeah. right there. Yeah. Big flub. Oh, that's, that's, that's how they wrote it. They flubbed yes, it by no, the way. No, no. Not, of course, not me. Of course, but, yeah. Yeah. Oh. That sucks. I mean, yeah, it, it is like annoying, I guess when you're from, but it's like, it, it's, that's what the world is. What do you, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you thought people were going to be so enthralled with Limp Bizkit. They weren't. They're just going to live in that moment. They're just not. <laughs> no, this is. I, I don't even want a picture. I don't want to ruin it with, with this digital age. I just want to soak it all up. Soak it in, baby. Okay. I switched over to corn. Uh, and this is. <laughs> and is corn, is corn still touring? Yep. Okay. Yep. And so is Limp Bizkit. Yeah. So, yeah. But the, the, so this one is. Oh, this are you going to see him um, in Europe soon? yeah i'm going to oslo to see corn um this is uh from 2022 uh cool i've heard of the oslo accords but the oslo rock chords well enjoy the show john cool effects slash scary presentation this is by she is loves tweety okay (laughs) okay this is really I mean, Tweety is a famously no. F- Tweety doesn't get scared. Never mind. I was gonna say Tweety gets scared easy, but Tweety's the opposite. I, you can't. You're, you guys are not gonna be prepared for this. I tell you this right now. It was cool to see Corn perform at the end of Evanescence. So they, I guess, so Corn and Evanescence toured together. I guess they were excited to see Evanescence. Sure. When the music started for Corn, the effects were cool at first, but then a bit scary to realize the band was behind a cage. I don't go out much anymore because there are shootings. The mountains <laughs> slash lightning were cool looking and the rain on the cage panels. But I started to panic, wondering why the band was behind a cage. I thought it was just me, but I looked at my son who was attending. He is 21 and he looked at me with the same confusion. Others around <laughs> us looked panicked too. And what? I could see others trying to find some calm. My son generally is in the mosh pit. And he asked me if I felt safe. And I said, no, not exactly. And he said, me neither. We decided to leave after the first song. The cage did disappear, but it was startling and a bit frightening to see without any warning. That's just like a thing that they would have on stage as like a stage. I remember that. Well, corn used to have, it was called the corn cage and they would put it behind the stage and they would, you could buy tickets. And so you were like behind the stage and it looked like you were trapped in a cage. That's very cool. 
I do not think it was this. I, my, it sounds like there was a cage at the front of the stage, so it looked like corn themselves were yeah, caged, and is, then the cage. That seems like pretty easy to understand. That it's like part of. I the was show. scared. Why was the band in a cage? I'm scared because someone else was in a cage. What? Yeah. Oh, what are they protecting them from? What are they? Like, what are they protect? What's going on out here? Also, I've I've never wanted to see corn more than right now. Yeah. I. <laughs> I, I've been, I've kind of like let go of like the want to see corn now. It's like, it's okay. I don't think I need to see him anymore. But now, now I, like I kind of want to see him. Like, like it, it had this, 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 uh, mother son duo just like terrified <laughs> to where they left after the first song. That's kind of, it's kind of badass. That's a bit of a throwback to, I feel like corn in the 90s when they probably actually did scare people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now one theme, one theme you're going to notice that will pop up a lot is um, a lot of people complain a lot about the parking. They really, that's a really big Ticketmaster review thing is you get a lot of reviews of the parking and this was easily the best parking review that I saw. This was from Parts Ace. They were at the same show that our previous reviewer was at, which was in Auburn, Washington. Yeah. Great experience. Horrible exit, all capitals. <laughs> Some say White River Amphitheater sucks, but they must be sitting up on the grass. I have never sat up there, so I can't speak with that. The pit was packed and people were getting hurt, and the ADA section needed to have their numbers repainted. And the old adage, if it's too loud, you're too old, was the anthem of this concert. The bass was so powerful it would rattle the metal covers on the floor. But I give it four stars because leaving the venue, S-U-C-K-S. I don't think the people who do traffic control have ever driven the route they send you on. When you get to the other end and join back up with Highway 164, you do the exact same thing as alternating traffic, but you have to drive through residential streets for miles. When you get to the end, there's a 100-car backup at the stop sign. The city of Auburn and or Auburn PD need to rethink this process or just travel the route they are forcing people to take. That's so funny. Guy at Ticketmaster seeing that and being like, we're going to change some traffic bylaws now because of this. Yeah. (laughs) Just yell. That's literally the definition of just yelling into the void. You know, like no one. We're the first people to see this message, I think. It sucks, too, because the whole point of this is to be like, it's corn good life. Should I go see corn? And like corn's taking, you know, strays because of the infrastructure of the city. Like that, that's that's. That sucks. There were a lot of like almost, I would say 80% of the two or one star reviews are related to either the venue or the parking. (coughs) So, wow. Uh, This is the last one for corn. I think, uh, yes. Um, well, there's two, uh, two short ones. This is by Too Sure Experience and Corn. So it was Corn, Evanescence, and POD. And then this uh, uh, artist, Dana Dentata, was opening. And Dana is a former stripper and has stripper poles on stage and does like pretty sexual things on stage. I researched after I read this of review. Of course. Okay. First I'm time going to USANA. <laughs> First time going to USANA, and it was a great experience, fun venue, good time with friends, and the sound was pretty darn good. All that being said, Dana Dentata was the opening band for the concert, and what in the actual hell? 
Dana is completely out of her mind, and I never thought I would see a crowd of metalheads disturbed, confused, or just downright wondering what the fuck is wrong with this woman. I think the whole amphitheater was just glad when she stopped opening her mouth. Oh, this guy sounds like he has good opinions about women. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what this was about. Because yeah. I thought you were going to go like, this was too horny, which is like not, you got it. That is a new metal show. But then to be like, she was, I, I think this was just. This just feels like talk. a guy who hates women, I feel like. I had to yeah. listen to a woman talk loudly. And that was, that. I hated that. Didn't like it. And she was doing stripper stuff. And I, I saw a video on her Instagram where she takes a water bottle and puts it to her crotch and pretends like she's like pissing out of the water bottle. So they probably didn't like that very didn't much. Like that. Um, and then, yeah, this is the last one for corn. Everyone was smoking and vaping and I won't read the whole thing, but, uh, they left after one of corn's songs because despite all the posted signs about no smoking, everyone was smoking and vaping. No one was policing it or stopping it. So everyone knows they can get away with it. And they do. Yeah. Like, do do these people, are they new metal fans? Like I just, these, I don't know. Cause it sounds like, and no offense, John. But some of these guys feel a bit more John coded. And I'm not saying you you wouldn't write to Ticketmaster or something, but I could see you getting annoyed at someone vaping or whatever, right? No. No. I've been to so not many here. rock shows not, in not my life, I okay. would not get yeah. mad. But about no, people's... you wouldn't expect yeah, sorry. Not at a rock like you would not expect it there. But it's just very funny to go to a new metal show. And complain about all the stuff that you would expect to have at a new metal show, right? I can't believe all these people who like corn were vaping. Yeah. I mean, I understand it when they when they see corn at the up and smoke tour, but that's not what this tour is. This is just <laughs> supposed to be just corn. It's corn and evanescence. Know? I mean, yeah. who who would who would dare smoke at these events? <laughs> yeah, actually, like smoking a blunt to evanescence does sound really funny and weird. I don't yeah. know about, that. but yeah, like I'm for sure, I'm for sure smoking while corn's playing. Yeah, of Are course. Are you kidding me? Just like the first time I ever smoked weed, corn's gonna be on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, then I switched over to Disturbed, uh, and this, this, was, this, this is, is really good. good. Yeah, this is from uh, just five days ago from Fingers Phillips. Great show in Evansville. And again, you're going to notice they do have a bit of a problem with women. Okay. Where, where, amazing, where is Evansville? Uh, Indiana, I think. Oh, okay. Well, that was an amazing show. The only complaint that I have was we parked out front because a female officer told us we could. So we got something to eat. Then they had it blocked off for handicap only. So we parked out back. They charged us $20. That's crazy. Maybe eight or nine, but 20 bucks. Then I bought my daughter and I a pop $5 each and a popcorn at eight bucks. So 288 tickets, 20 parking and 18 for snacks. So that's 326 for the whole shebang. And we drove from Alexandria, Indiana. That was another 60 in gas. Damn. Someone is making the money. Sad to be charged that. But other than that, great show. Very funny to specify that it's a lady cop. This is not, by the way, it's not one of the cops that I respect. Okay. It's a woman cop. All right. Like yeah. she told me I could park in a handicap space and then, oh gosh. I mean, the one time you decided to listen to a woman about parking and you just get fucked, you know, it's, <laughs> it sucks. I also, th- those were very reasonable prices for the snacks and drinks. I yeah, agree completely. What, yeah. yeah. What do you expect? Five bucks for a that... pop and $8 for a popcorn. Very that's, reasonable. That's very reasonable. Yeah. Last time I went to a show and I got like a beer, it was like sixteen bucks, and it was just a regular beer. That's that's very reasonable. Like 
get get over get out of here yeah that shit is Take expensive yeah god damn yeah pretty oh. good um okay we got a couple more uh <laughs> this is a true this is just pure unadulterated new metal guy right here you <laughs> ready yeah. for this uh this is the five out of five stars Schecter for the win okay uh, Schecter is Schecter's a guitar company okay this is by uncle marty he also saw disturbed a week ago in kansas city I bought six row seats from the stage. The view was awesome. Disturbed put on an amazing show and set list. I wore a Schecter t-shirt and the lead guitarist Dan saw it and pointed at me and smacked his Schecter guitar. What a good night. Hell yeah. Okay. That is the best night. That That is cool. I love that this guy is an uncle as well. Uncle Marty wearing the guitar shirt. The guy on stage sees that it's the same guitar he's using. That's a beautiful moment right there. Honestly. That that brings yeah. a tear to my eye. That is beautiful. I love that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm happy for that. That was like yeah. sort of wholesome. It's like it's funny how they you know growing up and going to like hardcore shows and stuff like that. There's like a moment that we're like, oh, maybe like the mic got put in my face and like that was sick. This is the same thing for that guy. Yeah, very cool. And like that, that it doesn't get any better than that because I'm, you know it was for you because I'm wearing the shirt. He's playing the guitar. He's for sure talking to me. W's all around. Very happy for that guy. Very Everybody happy. wins. Yeah. Uh, this this is another person who does not understand how concerts work, as they fundamentally misunderstood the uh, the concept of an encore. Uh, so this is did not blow me out of the water. We're still talking Disturbed by Kay yeah. Beeler. I love Disturbed, and I have for many years. They performed well and put on a good show. Unfortunately, though, it literally took them forever in between each song. One song would end, and it took them almost five minutes to start the next one. The lead singer kept going off the stage between each one. Also, he talked a lot. And personally, I'm not there to hear you talk about life. I'm there to listen to you sing. Then, when a lot of people thought the show was done and started leaving, they ended up coming back out and singing more. So those people who thought the show was over missed out on two songs, and the songs they missed were two of their top hits. Also, I have no idea why they wait until the very end to sing those. I get not seeing them all at the beginning, but also don't save them for the complete end of the show either. Spread them out. All in all, I would probably not recommend anyone go to see them if someone asked. I, I have a feeling that, that critiquing this post might be ableist. <laughs> Just, just like how have you it's the only explanation i could think of like the so the, like i don't go to that many concerts i know how encores work that's like kind of a pretty basic thing to understand oh my god man especially because like the lights stay down and yeah, like yeah. the idea of other all these people were leaving it's like i were they though oh my god dude like i i i, I take my i try to take my kid to shows now like you know every once in a while and I explained to her, I'm like, we can leave right now and like not have a problem leaving, but we will probably miss your favorite song. Yeah. Yes. That's the whole thing. Like, yeah, that's the whole point of an encore. They saved the best song for last. I mean, I, yeah. That's I like so funny. That's, that's hilarious. So funny. Getting, getting mad about an encore is really just the concept of an encore. You were right about the Ticketmaster reviews being <laughs> absolutely unhinged. I am disappointed because like growing up, um, seeing these bands play shows all the time growing up. I thought all the reviews were going to be like expected to see lots of boobs. Didn't see many. <laughs> I, that's what that's what I thought the reviews were going to be. That's what I was hoping because I, I was pretty disappointed when I started going to concerts and I only saw like three, <laughs> three. Yeah, yeah, that's, okay. yeah, yeah. Like one yeah, that's set, fair. one random. Right, right, okay, yeah. 
Okay, oh. this is the last like kind of negative review. This one okay. is for this is System of, still. This is for oh. System of a Down. Okay. They were playing, they were doing a joint tour with Corn back in 2022, and they were playing the Bank of California Stadium in Los Angeles. One out of five, horrible experience by Daniel. The show was rescheduled several times. It finally landed on the same day as NASCAR at the Coliseum, a Laker game at Staples Center, and Super Bowl experience at the convention center. Ended up missing the show because it took four hours to find a parking spot up by the Staples Center, miles away from the concert. No Ubers available at that time because they don't bother during the middle of the basketball game and the trains weren't running on that line. If I could give it less than one star, I would. Ticketmaster refused to credit the cost back as well. So I love the idea that they message Ticketmaster being like, I couldn't make the show because I couldn't park. That's really funny. This is completely operator error. Like, yes. N- none of those venues are that close to each other. They're all in Los Angeles, which is a very big city. Yeah, like, and this is it doesn't no, have the no worst. One at the Coliseum is taking a parking from Staples Center. That's no, not happening. It doesn't have the best public transit, but like you can get downtown on the train pretty yeah, easily. Have, yeah, yeah, they they have a little they have a uh, the, the little subway type thing that yeah. you can get across, but you all those places have their own parking. Yeah, this is completely their fault. That's the common theme yeah. here: is complaining and not to make us defend Ticketmaster, but the majority of his complaints are a lot of things outside of their control. And these people just don't get it. Well, and I should note, like they made it sound like it was the band's fault. Like, oh, the concert got rescheduled a bunch of times. It got rescheduled a bunch of times because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So about that little thing called COVID. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't like corn and system of a down were like, fuck you, Los Angeles. We're rescheduling this a million times. No, it was rescheduled because of COVID. So so very good. funny. Um, okay, we're going to end off with two uh, kind of dudes rock ones. Uh, and these are both from Slipknot. Uh, so I, I looked up some Slipknot reviews. And uh, this guy, uh, first of all, got to love everything about the title and his name. He just wrote Slipknot okay. by shirtless wild guy Geo. <laughs> <laughs> got drunk while headbanging to Slipknot. The best. Hell yeah. Yep. Not much five more needs five. to be said. Yeah. Five for five. <laughs> Love that. That's awesome. That's that rules. Yeah. Fuck yeah. What more could you want? And then we'll end with Dre Dog 4, who went to the Not Fest Road Show. I love the concert when all three bands came out to Albuquerque, New Mexico. I spent $220 on some merch, which is good. Something to remember 2022 this year. I am glad I came to the concert and spend it with all those people that came to the concert. Shout out y'all that went all caps slipknot. That's nice. It seems like slipknot fans kind of know what's up, you know, that's slipknot, that's slipknot good. Is like one of the, one of the better shows you can see. Like I, my, like one of my favorite all time memories of going to shows was seeing slipknot at Ozfest and like me and my friends getting in a fight with some Nazis because they were Nazis and we were ethnic and, and, and we, and, and what's cool was like the maggots all had our back. Yeah. The maggots were like, get out of here, Nazis. We don't, we don't like that. We just like heavy music. It's the Slipknot fucking rules. I'll, I'll still watch like one of the live DVDs like today. Fuck. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 I remember that there's just one moment where uh, they tell everybody to like get down and then jump at the same time. Right. He's like, all right, everybody get down and we're going to, when I say, 
when I say jump, you're gonna all jump at the same time. And then he goes, it's gonna be Crushinga. <laughs> and so there's a while where me and my friends would just go, Crushinga. <laughs> <laughs> The only negative Slipknot review I found, which I didn't read, but I will summarize, was that they were complaining about the sound, and they told the Slipknot sound tech to go watch Incubus if he wanted to learn how to mix sound. Wow. So <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. I did love that review as well. Uh, so there you have it. That's New Metal Dudes. Uh, Tony, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Where can people find you? Plug your shit. Uh, you can find me most places at uh, Word is Bond TV, but you can find my show at Minion Death Cult pretty much everywhere. It's super fun. Um, we do three episodes a week, uh, and it's we basically just you know dive into Facebook and other internet places, and we read the comments, and we read about all of the, um, the sick, twisted thoughts of, of real America. Um, so definitely check us out. Yeah, Minion Death Cult everywhere. Uh, th- thanks for having me. It's always a good time hanging out. Of course, with you guys. yeah. Uh, always a pleasure to have you. Uh, thank you so much. Check out Mini and Death Cult. We love those guys, and and the pod is great. And uh, you can check us out. patreoncom slash party Five dollars a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. Last week we did a mailbag with Raft, and coming up this week, the return of Word Up. Stefan and I are going to be looking at a bunch of cameos. We're going. It's back been a while. In the world it's been like cameo. two years. It feels like it's been a while since we've dove in. Uh, so we are going to get into the the. Back Owls of Cameo. We had to do it for Sweeps Month, so check all that out. We also have ad-free episodes, a bunch of other cool stuff, merch discounts. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Block Party. You can follow us Twitter, Instagram at Block Party Pod. Uh, you can also follow us on YouTube if you want to see the video of this episode at YouTube.com slash at Block Party. We're just at Block Party on Blue Sky as well. And if you like the show, tell a friend. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next week with the conclusion of Freaky February. Goodbye. Goodbye.